Blog Talk Radio. Hi, welcome to Energy Goddess Show. I'm your host, Vicki Emanuel. Um, I'm having a little speaker difficulty, so I hope you can hear me nice and clearly today. Today's show, what are your dreams telling you? There's been lots of people having crazy vivid dreams lately, and so I wanted to go over what your dreams are telling you because your dreams do have a lot of significance and a lot of meanings in your life. And you could also be having premonitions or you could be doing astro traveling. So I'm going to go over the different, um, like what, what you could be doing or what's coming up in your dreams. If you want to call in and ask questions, and I would love to have um, answer some dream people out there that have been having some dreams and want some clarification on what their dreams mean, definitely call in and I'll be answering your questions. Your uh, The call in number is 646-787-8519. That's the call-in number, and I need to know that um, you need to press pound one so I know that you have a question, okay? Um, So your dreams, let's just talk about dreams in general. I always love it when people, you know, they they say, I say, so what did you dream last night? They're like, "I, I don't dream. So all of us dream. You may not remember your dreams, but we all do dream. Our brain is just amazing to me on how much it does. And when you when you can sleep and turn off that switch, and this is why meditation is so important to you, when you turn off that switch is when your brain is actually um, going to work or going to town and, and working out either stress or it might be picking up premonitions or you're tuning into more into the spirit world is what's happening or to the, the universe energy you know so when you're tuning into that universal energy it's really the time that is a great time to get messages receive messages and also your mind is you're kind of like shutting off the mind so loved ones from the other side I see this all the time with me being a medium um with me being a medium I always see like people that you know have had people passed and stuff that they they will come into them. They're like, well, why? my mom came to me last night in a dream or, you know, when I'm doing a reading on a person and I'm talking to their loved ones in spirit, they tell me they're going to come in through dreams. And the reason why they do this, this is the reason why people that have passed or crossed or in heaven that come through when you're sleeping is because it's not so scary. You know, so if, if you are being visited by loved ones on the other side when you sleep, it's less much less scarier when you're in that sleep mode than if you were just awake and be like, oh, my God, who is that? Am I really seeing this? And then you also second-guess yourself. So that's why a lot of times people will come in while you're sleeping. And if you um, have called, called somebody in, or I always recommend if there's somebody that you want to talk to from heaven, and always say for my highest good and the widest light. I always call on the widest light. So before you go to sleep or before you go to bed and there's a loved one that you want to talk to, then definitely call them in and just say, hey, if they're my highest white light, I would love to talk to you, mom or dad, and come into my dreams. And most likely they will come into your dreams. And if they don't come into your dreams, because a lot of people will ask me this too, like, well, why are they not coming to me? Sometimes you're just not ready. Or if they don't come to you at a specific time, it's just because they might bring more sadness to you or, you know, it might be time for you just to heal. Um, I'm also going to go over a, a couple of different symbols, too, with dreams, too. So when you're dreaming, you're in the state of working out a lot of stress, or you could be bringing in premonitions, or you could be bringing in um, or seeing different things that's going to happen in your life. Uh, the, the most common, though, I always see is working out some stuff in your situation in your life. 
You know, a lot of times people have um, death dreams. So, yeah, let's hit that, a death dream. They'll have a dream. I just had a client the other day that dreamed her boyfriend was actually dying and scared the bejesus out of her, you know, and it wasn't really. So a lot of death dreams really isn't about literally death. It's about the death of the, who the person was and her boyfriend is actually going through a huge spiritual awakening so it was about the death of who he was and not about the death of you know a real death and you can get this for yourself too if you have dreams about dying um you know it's not necessarily dying literally it's what there's an aspect of you that is dying and you're becoming new and so really a death dream if you are dying that's actually a really it's a really good dream to have because it means whatever no longer highest serves you, then that's the death and that's what um, you're letting go of. And so that's why the death dream is. The other common one that we I see a lot is driving, you know, and I have these all the time for myself is you're driving a car, driving a vehicle, and then something happens to the vehicle or like you, you're, you're racing through everything or like you crash or something big happens to the vehicle. And you got the vehicle of driving or if you're in a car, you are in charge of your life. So it's actually the car is representing you being in charge and driving your life. And so look at the dream and be like, if, you, if it's like all over the place or if it doesn't feel safe or, you know, it's, it's going on crazy windy roads, then that obviously means that you feel that you're not in charge of your life. Or I've, I've had a dream before where I was on the passenger side and, you know, somebody else was driving and scaring, scaring the crap out of me, right? And so in that dream, I needed to look at who in my life am I letting take charge and drive my life and drive in my life and be that part, part of the, you know, be in charge of me. And so the driving and cars and vehicles and also look at the vehicle. Is the vehicle feel healthy and awesome? You know, is it nice and shiny? Because the vehicle could also be your health. It could, if it's decrepit and, you know, rusty and not nice and uh, thriving, it could also have you look at your health and see where in your health are you needing to take charge of. Um, so those are, that's, and also flying. So the car dream too, I, I'm, you know what, I'll go over that here in a minute, because if, if you're at one of those states where you are dreaming and you like know you're dreaming. I'm sure all of you have had that situation before where you are, you know, you're like, oh my God, I need to wake up from this dream and, and it's scaring me. If you're at that stage ever and it's a scary dream or it's a dream that you really don't want, then if you can do a cell memory release where actually you change the dream where you're in charge and it's a beautiful dream and you make the outcome really pretty and awesome. And, you know, if you're in that scary, scary car and you're getting ready to crash, instead of getting ready to crash, change it to, you know, you missed the crash. There was never a crash coming and you just, you drove to this beautiful destination. Cause when you do that, it will um, help you in your life too. And, you know, looking at, I'm hearing for some of you listeners out there, we got to <laughs> look a little bit more on car crashes. Um, where are you crashing in your life? Where are you not in control of in your life? That's the other thing you need to look at in your dream state. What was that dream representing about? Like, where were you not, um, you know, where do you feel out of control or you're not in control of your life? Or maybe you need to let go of control in some situations of your life. Maybe you need to just let it go, get more relaxed, and let go of control. The other common dreams I see is 
flying, when you fly, I love to fly. Flying is one of my favorite things to do. Um, and the reason why it's my favorite thing to do in my dream is because I'm such a free spirit. And when you're free, you're flying, right? And so um, flying also can represent trust, trusting in the universe and, you know, just being free and um, being free from restraints too, you know, something you could have shifted recently where you were, you were some going through something and then you're flying and it's a break free kind of thing. Um, flying is just one of my favorite things ever. And flying is always freedom, as you know, and also birds, you know, birds coming in. If, if you see some birds, well, birds can be messages of everything. A lot of times birds are also messages of spirit. Uh, animals, you know what, we'll, we'll touch a little base on animals, animal, animal symbols, um, so animals, so with me reading, you know, I see animal totems, I read animal totems, so I know a lot about what animals mean, but animals in your, in your dream mean exactly that, so if you are getting bit by an alligator, I've had that dream before where this alligator is just charging at me, um, and I was going through a, a circumstance at that time where something was I actually was um, going through some ex-husband things and so who is the alligator in your life look at where and what are they doing you know is it and it could also be a heads up to well who is going to be in here you know that I need to be aware of so dreams can also come as that as you what do you need to look at an alligator is common. Um, let, me, let me touch base. I'm actually intuitively hearing these. So what about a butterfly? A butterfly, I love butterflies. If you have butterflies coming into your dream, that is about freedom and flying and new beginnings. Think about a, a butterfly. It's always new beginnings. They come out of the cocoon. They're beautiful. So there's something you're going to be freeing out from your life. Um, dogs. A lot of times people have dogs. And you know what's been recently, too, is a lot of people have been having, uh, me, myself, myself, too, but also a lot of my clients and friends have been having a lot of childhood dreams right now. And uh, um, also their pets coming in. Pets have been coming in like crazy. I, I don't like, I, I don't, under, I, I just think maybe right now I'll see this throughout the year. I'll see this on solstices that there's a thinning of the veil between heaven and earth. And so sometimes it's, so that's to me when it's easier for um, people to cross or people to leave the earth or people to visit us. And so then I always see kind of this, this dream kind of thing around then too and we are getting ready to go into spring um solstice and usually the solstice energies happen like uh, about four to five weeks before the solstice itself i'll see you know new beginnings happening in people's lives or people's lives ending or you know this is people pets and so i also see this with um dreams and so right now i just think it's really an easy time for your pets to come in your pets that you had and just let you know that they're okay I've been seeing this. My clients have been seeing this recently. Um, would love to hear from you. If you've been seeing this, the calling number again is 646-787-8519. Um, I do have listeners, but it looks like most of you guys are by computer. So if you have a question and you want to call in and ask a question about your dream, it's 646 787 8519. I would love to interpret your dream. Um, I'll go ahead and with some other dreams, though. So, um, 
yeah, the pets right now have been really, really big, but you want to look at the pet on what it is in your dream. If it's, you know, if, is it being mean? Is it attacking you? Is it um, nice and represents and how do you feel in the dream with that, with the pet? That's a big thing too. And if it is something that's attacking you, most likely it is some kind of stress that you have in your life right now that you need to look at, definitely evaluate and, um, you know, really work on letting that go. Um, the other, the other really common emotion too, is, or emotion, and the other common thing that we dream about is water. You know, you could be drowning, or you could be seeing rivers, or you could be in the lake swimming. So water is a very common uh, thing to dream about, and water is always emotions. So look at your emotions in your life when you're in this water dream. Is it feel awesome and clearing and cleansing and you're in the river and you're swimming and, you know, you're happy? Or is it you're in the water trying to get out of the water and you're drowning and you're sinking? Or maybe you're underneath the water and, you know, see how you feel in the dream. And so the water itself is always emotions. This is even in your life. If you have a runny toilet or if, um, you know, something's going on water-wise around you. I remember, this is the funniest, I had, um, oh boy, I had a big house in Florida. This is when I had all five of my kids living with me. And, well, I kind of manifested this too. It was was a, here's a two-for-one thing here, how we manifest things too. So I've been wanting new floors. We had a six-bedroom house. It was a very big house, and I wanted new floors. And um, <laughs> I wanted new floors. Well, is what happened is, I, and I, we were going through a very emotional time. My whole family was going through an emotional time. The pipes burst, and I got my new floors of $20,000 in um, damage, water damage, so there's a two, two, two thing there. I manifested my new floors through, you know, <laughs> through that. And then I also have the huge emotional release. So if a pipe burst in your house or something like that is happening, then that's emotions you need to look at. Like where, what is happening emotional? And now I think about it, that whole house, we, we, I had a lot of, this was with my ex-husband too. So we were going, always going through a lot of emotional stuff. And emotional stuff doesn't mean like, you know, always bad. We, I had five kids and we had a huge house and we had a lot of emotions going in there. So, of course, it's going to be a very emotional house. Um, everybody's emotions are running differently. And I had one son going through puberty and, you know, so just the emotions of like being an emotional person. Um, you could have water problems. We always had like water leaks or we'd have pipes bursting or we'd have, we just had toilets running. Toilets running is another one also for um, water, you know, water running. So that's another big one too. Um, and I'm just seeing what else everybody wants out here. So, oh, teeth. Teeth is another one. Actually, I just got text about teeth. What people, what, um, hold on here. I'm reading this. Teeth. Teeth are big. Um, I hate when I have dreams about teeth, missing teeth, losing teeth. You know, that's always like, to me, that's a nightmare. Who wants to, who wants to do teeth? Teeth uh, represent worry and concern in life. And so in decisions, worry, concern, and decisions. So if your teeth are falling out in a dream or you're, you know, grinding your teeth or anything to do with your teeth, then there's obviously decisions, worry, and, well, I think worrying decisions kind of come together because when you're not making a decision, then you're kind of like, oh, my God, what do I do? I need work, you know, then you worry. 
So making the decision is going to help you. And um, really, you know, I, I think listening to teeth dreams is really important because there's a lot of stress there and it's so easy to overcome by just making the decision, whatever it is you need to decide. Um, and then as far as health, I'm hearing for some of you listeners out there is to listen to your dreams about health. I just had this lady the other day. She dreamed of um, her husband having a heart attack. And yes, it can be a premonition, but uh, is what I got her dream was about was it was his heart was broken. So heart attacks, me being a health intuitive, I'll tell you, uh, heart attacks are really about your heart being broken emotionally. So if you go through a death or, a, you know, an ending of some kind or something that really wiped your heart out and just broke your heart, that's when, you know, a heart attack can happen. So heart attacks doesn't necessarily mean, again, you know, a premonition, but it could, it could alarm you too. And I would tell, and I told her definitely, like he had a heartbreak and he does need to get his heart happy and to really get in your heart happy so you don't have that heart attack or have that health issue. When you are happy, then that's when your health will improve and that's when everything will improve. So getting happy is always number one. Get happy. Um, and then I wanted to talk a little bit, and if anybody has any questions on their dreams, it's 646-787-8519. Oh, we have a question here. Okay, so we I'm going to go to area code 863. Hi. Hi. This is Julia. This? Thanks for taking my call. Hi, Julia. How are you? I'm good. I um, good. It's interesting that you just started talking, and it's like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, I had oh. one of those dreams, and it was about actually my mom. I dreamed that um, she was coming out of the doctor's office, and she had some paperwork in her hand. And on the bottom side of the paperwork, written at the bottom, was cancer. Oh, my. Holy cow, you know. Yeah. So, just, you know, I've never dreamed anything like that before or since. But, you know, it's a freaky thing to to dream something like that. Yeah, you brought this up. So, is your mom living right now? Yes. Yeah. And you you had that dream right now? Uh, Within a month, yeah. Within a month, okay. No, you you mean it within a month, yeah. So the first thing I hear for that dream is, and how old your mom is? She she she's older because I see her. I see her. You're starting to be concerned about her. Yeah, she's seventy six. Um. Yeah. So I see it, and cancer is one of the things you fear. Yeah. Yeah, because it's been yeah. in my family. Yeah. So I'm going to actually help you out here in two ways. Um, so what I see the dream, I'm first going to interpret the dream, is what I see the dream being is it's your fears. And this is actually a great thing So, to, to, to bring up. When we're in, when we are in the dream state, a lot of times, too, we'll, we'll, because of part of stress, we will bring up our fears and bring them up. I don't see a premonition. I see it as, um, I see it as, you, it was your fear that she's going to get cancer, number one. And it's also your fearing right now, like, oh, my God, my mom's getting older, you know. And I do feel, though, like you've been concerned about her health or she's been concerned. Who's been concerned about their health? Uh, actually, both. About, she, okay. Uh, had open heart surgery, and then she just told me, like, last week that, um, she has a pacemaker, and the pacemaker isn't working right, so she has to go in and have that redone. So that's 
coming up next month. Okay. Yeah, so I feel that's why you're bringing it into your dream. You're bringing in the worry and concern. And I'm glad that, and I always tell people too, like, I would definitely get always, when you have a dream like that, I would tell the person to just get their health checked out for sure. But the cancer part is I see you have a lot of fear with cancer and you're you're concerned or scared that she is going to get cancer because it's your, you know, family heritage history is what I hear, or that's what you're Mm -hmm. thinking, you know. And yeah. so that's that's what I'm seeing the dream is. Um, and so you're actually dreaming out your you were you were actually dreaming one of your fears. And so that's with your dream, but let and I also see you're starting to really tune in more to you know, universe. Have you been having like like more dreams recently or been noticing that you've been picking up things more recently? Not not just in dreams, but in regular state. My like being it's more like intuitive. My sleep is so wonky. I think probably somewhat. Um, I don't think I notice it as much as I'd like to, but I, it's something I've been asking. Like, you know, I, I have a, what an affirmation I've been using is to, I am one with the divine mind. I see all, I hear all, I know all. I'm connected to the divine mind. So I'm right. sort of inviting that. Yes, and so I love Possibly you. I love it is. <laughs> I, I love the word you're inviting. Yes, you're inviting to be more intuition, to be more connected. So anytime you invite something in, it's going to happen. And so you are being more intuitive. But I also feel you're also going to live out some fears by letting go of the fear. So I wanted just to, to also tell you about cancer, me being a health intuitive, and I actually had cancer myself at 28 um, and I've worked with thousands of people. My father died of cancer. Um, cancer, and so so hereditary, I don't believe in hereditary. I believe we start telling our story of hereditary, and then we bring it into our body. We all, all of us have a, a way to leave Earth, and it's up to us on what we want to choose, right? And so it's what happens with hereditary is people will be like, oh, like even in my family, like if I wanted to go to hereditary, then my mom's side is, is heart and my dad's side is cancer, okay? So when I start saying, oh, I'm going to die or I'm going to get or, oh, my God, I'm going to fear, I'm, I'm really scared of getting, you know, cancer. I'm scared of getting heart because that's what my mom and dad is. Then I start buying into the story and then I start bringing it into my body. And this is what hereditary is. I've seen this through so many times. Like I had this I had this man. He died. He, you know, his, his father died of a heart attack at 50. His grandfather died of a heart attack at 50. Everybody, and the reason why, he's like, I'm going to die at a heart attack at 50. And he kept on saying this. I'm like, no, 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 cancel. You know, each one of us have our own exit way. It's just if we, whatever we believe to be true, we bring into us. So I do see cancer is a big fear for you, and this is the reason why I'm telling you this. Um, Cancer is really just stuck energy. There's resentment. There's anger. There's lower vibrational energy that's stuck in the spot, and that's what cancer is. It's not like a thriving, happy cell. That's what, and that's how it becomes cancer. So I had uterine cancer myself at the age of 28, and um, I wasn't in a very, I was married, and I wasn't very happy in many ways with my husband. And so I started seeing on how I brought that into my own life, and I healed it and totally got rid of him, and now I'm fine, you know. So um, that's what I just want you to rethink that. So I just want you to like let go of the fear of cancer. Um, and not because the more of whatever, like you said, you're bringing that informa- affirmation and you're inviting it in, whatever you're concerned about or you have a lot of fear of or you have the repetitiveness of, then you're inviting it in. Does that make sense? 
Yes, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, so I think I I've want got to, something I want that's been on my mind a lot. So you're saying that is is good for me to hear because I I do have something that keeps like the hamster wheel going round and round in my mind, and I don't want to yeah. invite it in. So yeah, I, well I see uh. you're around. So I would recommend letting it go. So writing out a little journal thing. I now let go of the fear of cancer. I let go of the fear of whatever. And write a new story. My story is, you know, I li- I'm healthy, I'm vital, my mom's healthy and vital. You can never manifest for somebody else. But you can be in that new story of being healthy, happy, and vital and living in the moment, okay? And that's what I'm, I'm inviting you to do because that's what I see with you that you, you really uh, need to do. So that's probably why I, I, I brought that up too. But I don't, I don't see cancer yeah. with your mom. I feel it's your own fear that you were dreaming. And that comes a lot in our dreams, too, is our fears. Oh, good. I'm glad it's not that. Yeah. No, but I do feel her health. I do see you being concerned. So I'm glad you are also being with that. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Peace of mind. All right. (laughs) Thank you. Well, thanks for calling in. All right. Thanks again. Have a good night. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. I'm going to go to area code 818. Hi. Hi. This is Enchantress here. How are you? Good. What what was your name? Enchantress. That's beautiful. Thank you. I gave it myself. (laughs) You you gave me some. I'm like, well, you picked a beautiful name. (laughs) Very cool. Thank you. how can I say, do you have, I have dreams where I predict what's going to happen, but I don't always realize it at the time. Like the first time I had a, had or visions and they come true, but not exactly the same way I see them. So you're having kind of premonitions is what you're saying? I have them. Yeah, I have quite a few. I have them all. Yeah, I have a lot of them. Now I'm looking into them more and um, it's, when it recurs over and over again, the same dream, I mean, I can go back to the same place each night and go back to the same spot, and I'm thinking to myself, if, I, if, it's not, if it hasn't happened yet, there must be a reason why I keep having the same, go back to the same place. And what, can you give me a specific one? Like, is it a bad thing, good thing? What happens? Oh well, the oh well, God, the first dream I had that was a premonition. It it was like, um, hmm. I guess I was a rebel. My mom says you can't write. I wanted to write a fairy tale, and my mom says you can't do it. So instead, I dreamt it, and I dreamt of this fairy meeting this elf, and and she had this. She went off with him and landed in his bed, and I didn't even realize it was about rape, and that it would happen to me with with someone later on. I mean, it was like bizarre. Even with the elf, because this guy considered himself an elf, and in the dream he was an elf. So that was really like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That yeah. was one that Yeah. That's cool. So, so the reason why I had you bring it up, because I already saw this with you. Um, so not only you're actually, remember earlier I said about inviting it in, you're very mm-hmm. powerful. I see you, um, God, I see so many past lives of you already, like where you were a very powerful witch, and you were just a very powerful person, right? And so wow. you're, are you still a witch? 
<laughs> well, I say if someone calls me a witch, someone did the other day because they heard the name Enchantress, and people say it. I mean, like they some people get really upset about that name, and I said, okay, yeah, I'm be, I like Bewitch. You know the t- t- TV show. Be, do you remember uh, that yeah, TV show? <laughs> well, I I love that show. I and you were a witch in many. I mean, a lot of us have been everything and everything. So I've been a witch before too, and I I love to work with witch. Which doesn't mean bad. A lot of people think you know. No, I don't want to think it's bad. No. Really good. Witches actually just worked from the earth. They were they were druids. The druids were the beginning of time. So it's it's actually a good thing. So when I see you, that's what I see mm-hmm. you as this super powerful. Um, man, and it's, you're also a powerful manifester. So when you, I see you're actually implementing into your dreams what you want to create and manifest, and your yes. safe spot for you to do, I feel, is to first go into your dream, and then I actually feel you bring it to you from your dream. Does that make sense? And we 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 all have the capability of doing this, but for you specifically. I feel that's where you feel you feel really powerful in your dream because you get to go play and you get to go create and be. I don't know. I see yes. around <laughs> you can see it, huh? Some of them could be a bit um, X-rated. Yeah, it's it's yes. whatever I want to put in there. Uh huh. Yeah. But when but sometimes I'll I'll take I'll d- dream it again or maybe I want to change something but I have to look at the original one because the last relationship I was kept on saying wait it didn't come out exactly what I wanted to and then I said wait a minute it he was that nature I wanted to change his nature I should have realized what the dream was showing me right. Right, I love that you saw that. He was not gentle or tender. He was not that way. The, first, the right, and so I wanted to change him. And it's really weird because I kept on thinking, "Oh, why isn't he turning out this way?" Uh, uh-uh. uh. The same thing with manifestation. Why wasn't that manifestation coming out true with that person? Someone said it wasn't supposed to. He was not supposed to be the person you were supposed to be with. I was being brainwashed. If you understand that one. So, right, and yeah. you know what, also, too, it's not that you're not supposed to be, think of everybody you're with as an experience, and it's a lesson, mm-hmm. and it's oh, something else. Yeah. You were supposed to be with that person, so you know what you want to do, what you want to experience, and the beautiful thing, especially with you, I see with your dreams, is you can change it, you can recreate and, and go in there. I, I actually feel, I don't know, I see somebody around you, and I feel it's a childhood is when somebody squashed all your dreams or they try to take all your dreams from you, right? Literally try to take your dreams. So in life, you know. I never shared them when I was little. I kept them inside me. I never knew what I was. I never knew what I was about until I met, okay, I'll mention this word, a spiritual vampire. You know what that is? Uh Uh-huh, I do, yeah. He he was the one who turned into that elf. So after that relationship, that's when... I was discovering what was the diff- what was light, what was what did he take away from me? And then I just called one of these shows and then they started explaining different things to me and I educated me because growing up I had no awareness, no intuition, no boundaries, no nothing. Just don't judge, you know, don't judge others and be nice to the ones that are nice to you and married a sociopath and went through this path. Were you, so, were, you were you raised religious or or um, um like, my parents were Jewish but they never really pushed anything on me. Right. Okay. But they weren't in the fairyland. They weren't all magical. My dad, I didn't know um 
I got the traits from. My mom, uh, a squash, I guess you would say my mom doesn't understand me. So in that way, um, she right. still doesn't get this. On my dad's right. side, um, sensitivity and manifestation, visionaries, um, we're all that way. And we can't tell real from fake. And that's where, and, and um, poets and uh, artistic people. So I, I, right. what you're saying, yeah. I guess you're right. I didn't realize squashing my dreams. I never shared them. <laughs> right. So. I mean, not only just your dreams, it's squashing your dreams as far as I look at you and you're, you are a rebel. You are anybody that tries to clip your wings. You remind me of me. I was like, oh, yeah, try it. Like, and then you'll even do it more. And so then I see you going into your dreams. And that's where your safe spot is. That's where you don't have to, you know, share with your mom or anybody. You have you, you do have some mom stuff going on. So I would suggest for you, because I, I would love for you to create beautiful and know you're, know you're so powerful and know you're worthy for, for somebody to love you unconditionally and to accept you unconditionally and to be in this world with you. And so mm-hmm. I would invite you in to, to put that in, intention into the dream, which we all can do before we go to bed. We can just put the intention, you know, tonight's intention is I'm going to have a beautiful dream with a beautiful person that gets me. I really feel like you need somebody to feel supported and helps you shine your light and helps you allow you to shine your light. Does that make sense? So I Yeah, I've done that and I have met that person. The only thing is the Don Juan as one of these see these people also fall into my writing, which I write, and they fall into my dreams. And I even entwined a dream with someone. (laughs) It got really intense. (laughs) Oh but with you, but, your dreams are also manifesting. Like you're the part of projecting it and putting it in your dream, and then actually you're creating it because you're such a powerful person, and you know this. And so you, everybody can do this, but you—that's where you've always felt safe, and that's where I see you really working with energy. Your your strength on working with energy and manifesting is your dreams. Does yeah. that make sense? And I have to be careful in the shower because I do that in the shower too, but um, I can't. I'm not going to do that anymore. I slipped not too long ago. So I'm not. I can manifest in the shower also with the water. So right. um, both places, yeah. But I guess because I didn't have a mat. So you can. You have a very. You're very strong too, because you can really get into my mind. And I mean, you can. You can. Yeah. I guess we're. We have the same vibe. Our vibes are being picked up by each other. That's why I guess I'm calling. It's meant to be. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, I, unfortunately, do I, I do everything. I'm a medium, I'm a health intuitive, I'm an energy reader, energy healer. I do. I, I started at five, I saw my first spirit, but I was raised really religious. But yeah, I can I can see past lives. I mean, I, I do it all. Yeah, I'm very deep too. And, and I have the same, I have the same mother that actually tried to squash. If you look actually on my Facebook post today, I was five when I saw my first spirit. And um, my mom tried to squash it out because it was anti-religious. So actually, it destroyed my thyroid at five. I destroyed my thyroid because your thyroid is about speaking your truth. So I oh. had to kind of do the same thing and, and live, you know, through my I not say anything for all these years of all these gifts I saw and everything. And I love fairies and I love Mother Earth. And I work and I work with those elemental beings all the time. And that's in my I do goddess retreats. I do a whole bunch of manifesting retreats. And I bring them in. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Check out my website, VickiManu.com. dot com. Yeah, I, where do you live? We'll, we'll have to be. We'll have to be Facebook friends because I think you'll love my writing. So I guess it was meant to be. So oh, you're, you've you've like blonde hair too. Book too. <laughs> my book, my my book is called Manifest Anything You Want in Thirty Days. 
And I have a second book coming out and I have um I have a work I have a webinar with Hay House Publishing. Yeah, I have all kinds of stuff. So yeah, check me. where where do you live? Um California. Yeah, we're at I'm in California. Oh you are? Oh. Are yeah. we off the air? Are we on, on the air? Oh, we're on the air. Now are you around Los Angeles? Are you southern? Like where are you around? Yeah, southern. Southern. Yeah. So I'm in Summerlin, right by Santa Barbara. Oh, that's a nice I'm place. Yeah. yeah, and I'm doing a god. I'm actually doing a magical goddess retreat because oh my god, yeah, Ooh. Merlin's here, fairies are here. I'm doing one at my. I have a magical house overlooking the ocean and everything, and I'm doing one um, in March, 18th and 19th. I'll have to um, check you out on Facebook. We'll be Facebook friends. But one yeah, thing I, ha- I one thing I did do, which okay, being that I didn't know I was so strong manifestation, I joked with the universe and I I said bring me two people from my past who I've never met and well it came true and uh, then I was stuck to what do I do next one was a turn out to be a giver and one was a taker one saved me from the other one if you believe it unfortunately one was married (laughs) it had to be twisted right the wrong one was married wow it sounds so awesome it sounds like you're I love that you're aware and you're aware and that's how you manifest and you got to go in the magical world. I see your magical world, and I see sometimes it's not always magical. There's some, like you said, vampires, and there's some, like, big yeah. creatures there, too. I see it right now. But it, and, and that's where I said before you were a witch. You've been many lives and in, in going into different dimensions, too, which I was going to talk a little bit about, too, because you also astro travel. Do you know what astro travel is? Okay, is that when you're sleeping and you make your mind you you travel to someone else's room? You or, can or, or somewhere I travel somewhere else. Yeah, you can travel to you're traveling to different dimensions. So when you're after traveling, you're actually tra- you can travel to different dimensions. You could travel to the moon. You could travel all over. They actually have this in military. They have after traveling military because we can go spy on other countries and you can you can you can project yourself knowingly. But sometimes when you dream or you go to sleep, you do it without it. Is what happens when you after travel. A lot of times you'll wake up exhausted. You're really tired. You're like, oh my god, I saw so many crazy stuff last night, and holy cow, you know. And then you're tired because all night long you really weren't sleeping. You were what's called after traveling. Huh. I, and I when I that's interesting because when I went through the fear, when I thought when I had to go back to see some go back to his place with that spiritual vampire. I don't know if it was astral traveling or projecting, but what I did was I had to go in my head and go where tra- trace exactly what I where I planned to go step by step. And when I woke up, I had to follow and do exactly what I saw in my dream. Is that part of what you're talking about? Where you plan it out and then you see yourself doing it, and then when you wake up, you do exactly what you saw. So you, no, that's different than astro. You're actually manifesting. You're actually projecting and bringing it to you. You're actually You're attracting. You're attracting. You're you're a powerful manifester. So that's a good share for other people to know. That's how that's how you attract and bring things to you, is by visualization, seeing it happen, and then you wake up and you expect it. Expecting it and trusting is is the key there too. You know, you've been working with it for so long that I just see you expecting it. Astro traveling is more like you're kind of out of control when you're sleeping. 
sleeping. You can actually, I do extra traveling um, workshops, but that's when you want to project, like we can go visit. Like right now I could go visit when I'm doing a reading with you, I'll ask you your address. And, and even right now I'm astral traveling because I'm visiting, I'm seeing you and I'm seeing your dreams and I'm, I'm going into them and I can explain them and see them. And so after wow. traveling projecting wise too, is you can, like, I have this group that I brought people and we did this, you know, before we're asleep. Um, we went to Ireland and you had, I had somebody validate everything cause they were already there. So we saw the castle, we went down in, you feel the energy, you see it, sense it, everything. Um, but a lot of times in astral traveling, when you're sleeping, it's you're in a different, like with you, I see sometimes you're in a different dimension and it's like all these weird things come up and you're not expecting them, but you don't bring them. You you could bring them to fruition because you're so powerful. I could totally see you doing that, but most people won't bring that to, they'll just wake up being like, oh my God, I'm so tired. Like I fought all these people last night and I was in war and just all this stuff happened, you know, and, and so that's astral traveling. Well, I don't have war. It's all love. <laughs> Nothing. And and if Thanks I have so when I did when I did go to a place called Scientology, that was a scary thing when someone brought me there. So um, I had nightmares after that. Um, where have you have you heard of the Scientology of um, Museum of Death? It was very frightening no. for me. Oh, no. very scary. No, don't I go there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'll like, with the Aries and Merlin and all the other stuff. Yeah. 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 About Germany uh, and mm. so well, what? So when you were little and oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm go sorry. Ahead. I'm taking too much no, time. No. But no. Okay. Wait, go ahead. No, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. When um, you were little, what? I have to watch when I watch on television. It started when I was young. Um, you're too young. You probably don't have never heard of Jane Fonda and Clute when she was a prostitute. Oh, yeah, I Do you remember Jane Fonda, that? I, no, I don't know. Okay. Well, that was because my family's in the garment industry. Um, I happened to see that film when I was young, and the thing was it scared me when I was in that play, in the factory when they turned the lights off. I, I didn't know it scared me until that night I had a dream that I was her. So this is the thing. When I watch something on TV, I can or or watch a video or something. I'm like that person. Are you like that too? You become like that person. Yeah. Well, you definitely can, and I'm glad you brought this up because I tell people that all the time. Um, do not like there's called energy imprint. So if that scary show comes on, or that scary movie comes on, or something freaky, like some people like watch the like murder, like mass murders and all this. Stuff, you know, and then they wonder why their house is haunted or they wonder why they can't sleep or they wonder why, you know, they feel like this creepy person behind them. Well, that's because they really did bring in that energy. You really can bring in, it's called energy imprints, and you really can bring in that energy from that. So it's really important, on, especially for kids, on little kids, you know, on what you watch, mm. where you're at. So have actor friends. I have actors and actress friends, and I asked them, I said, you know, when you're playing that part that's doom and gloom and that you're, you know, in that stabbing part or you're in that, in that energy, like, I'm like, how, how, because you're really becoming it and you're actually attracting that energy to you. And they also said the same thing that it is bad. Like they didn't realize it at the time, like that, you know, they're going through all this stuff and they're depressed and they're yucky and they didn't realize it until they stopped, you know, stepped out of character 
So it is really important on what you see, especially on what you bring into your dreams, because then that, that will ripple, like you said, into your, into your life. So I'm glad you kind of brought that up because it is big. And you probably started all that stuff being so young. And like you said, they're in the garment business. So you started that whole reality, you know. Mm, I never even knew that. Thank you. And it's, it's, it's just like when my kids were little, okay. I would become the characters. Yeah. Yeah. So you too, you're the same way. You become the image of whatever you're around. Uh, yeah, totally. I mean, I grew up differently than you. I grew up in Ohio, which is totally different. But yeah. Yeah, well, definitely find me on, on Facebook. I'm Vicki. Well, actually go to my website because right on there you'll see my Facebook fan page. It's VickiManuel.com or it's EnergyReader.com. I also have predictions on my page. I do the Every month I do predictions. I do the 2017 predictions where we're becoming into a huge psychic year that everybody's going to become more psychic. Oh, and you might be interested. I'm starting my new online energy healing school called Magical You where I am doing the intuition development. It's all going to be online. Um, through Facebook and videos and recordings and also teaching energy healings and everything that I do. So you might be, that's starting in March. And oh, you would that's be great. Really that sounds exciting. I'll tell you one more yeah. positive because I'm saying too much negative. My son's the same way. And the thing is, I never questioned any of this. I never, I lived a life where people came towards me. I never questioned it, you know, with people only after I went through a court situation and then people started questioning me and then I started questioning myself. So it depends who you're with. But with he's oh, the same so way, he's... he's people. Uh, well, they question you about how you live your life and, you know, then you start to question yourself too. But he's taken his visions and making two business out of it. So that he's that good a manifestation where he manifested. Hmm. Can't oh, say the cool. word. Where, yeah, where he can gather people towards him. So um, yeah. he's, yeah. but he had to go through a hard times for this too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, it was awesome talking to you. Yes, thank you. We we'll be later. friends on Facebook for sure. Yes, definitely. Yeah, find me, and hopefully okay. maybe you'll come to the Glass Street too. I'd love to. Play yeah, magic that with sounds you. exciting. Wow. Okay, yeah. thank you so much. I love fairies okay. over then. Elves? No, thank you. <laughs> Well, yours is a vampire. I love elves. I've never seen an elf vampire, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> well, he considered himself an elf, and he was a spiritual vampire on top of it and a fake guru. So right. there's a lot to it. He was very dark, if you can see what he right. was. So, yeah. Right. All right. Well, but I thank him weekend. in Thanks some respect. Thank yes. you so much. Have a wonderful right. weekend. Thank Bye. you. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, if anybody else has a question, I do have callers on here, but if you have a question, I need you to push pound one so I know you have a question. If you want to call in with your dream, I mean, that was fascinating, the dreams, and I saw them with her. It's just magical. I saw a lot of magic and all that cool stuff. So that was interesting. Um, If you want to call in at 646-787-8519, um, I have just a couple minutes left to take some questions. I do need to know that you have a question by pound one if you call in. Um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about after traveling. I touched bases with it right there. Um, so when you're when you're dreaming, you know, you could be working out, you could be working out stress, you could be working out, um, you know, th- situations, and you can be having premonitions. And, you know, a way to really tune into it, like I talked earlier about the one lady about fear, because you can also be 
dreaming out your fear. And fear is such a powerful manifesting. Um, you know, I work with manifesting. That's what I teach. That's what I love. It's my passion on helping others on manifesting. And whatever you focus on, it becomes bigger and bigger and snowballs. So, of course, it can snowball into your dreams. And so really looking at what you fear because your dreams can reflect to you your fears. And part of that, you know, is the stress that I was talking about, like when you're going into your dream and then there's stress. Well, part of it's also fear that you're working out. So you really need to look at your fear. And a way for you to do this is whatever you're fearing right now, um, like I talked to the woman before about cancer, you know, I'm just going to throw cancer out there as an example because cancer is um, a lot of people's things, right? So you want to look out there and you want to say, so is this, why do I fear this? Do I fear this because it's a scary way to go? Do I fear this because my mom had it, my dad had it, I'm going to have it? Do I fear this because, you know, society puts so much stuff out there? Why do you fear it? So you want to write it out and you're going to see and look at this belief system and you need to change that belief system. And like I, I spoke to her about letting go of knowing that wasn't her story and that recreating, like I'm letting go of this fear of this and, and rewriting the story. Okay. That's a great way to do, especially before you go to sleep, because when you do go to sleep, you are pulling in those energy imprints. And um, I do see a question here in 704 and I will be going to your question here in a minute, but I want to make sure I, I state this because we do sleep in our bedrooms. And also with kids, a lot of, you know, a lot of kids will have a hard time sleeping or, or you may have a hard time sleeping. You've got to look at the energy of the room. Okay. Especially with the new color, the new color vibration kids that are such a high energy babies, kids, you know, what is the energy of the room? Is it a mess? Is it crazy? Is it like you can't breathe? Like when you walk in, does the energy need cleared? You know, do you need to sage it? Do you need to open up the windows? Do you need to allow the energy to come out? Because everything has energy imprints in it. And that's where I talked about earlier. Do not watch a scary movie and definitely don't let your kids watch a scary movie before they go to bed or even that day. Like something, all of that can go into your mind and you start creating it and then it becomes reality and everything does have energy imprints. So if you're having a hard time sleeping or you're having a lot of nightmares, I also see this in my clients where, you know, they may visit a certain house or they may, may go somewhere specific and they just keep on having these re reoccurring nightmares and they don't have it at home. And it's because it is the energy of the place. And it could also be the energy imprints that you're also picking up from the bed. I'll have to have a radio show on energy imprints. They're really cool. And it's and we all we all experience them. You just might not know. So I'm going to go to 704 here. Hi. Hi, it's Melissa. Melissa. Hi, Melissa. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. Do you have a, a dream you want to share? Or a question? I do. Um, yeah, well, it can be a question as a dream. But the dream was um, I was a little girl, and I was, I was seeing it out of my own eyes. I don't know if I was a little a white girl or a black girl. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I was outside playing, and I remember my little friend wanted me to come over. It was like an apartment-type setting, apartment buildings. And I was outside playing, and I, oh, my, I forgot my little friend wanted me to come over. So I ran ran through a breezeway, and when I came to the other side, there was a man outside putting a bed together. And I'm like, oh, you got your bed. And he goes, you must mistake me for somebody else. And I'm like, oh. And I realized it was a different guy than who I had spoken to before. You're cutting whatever. out. I'm getting into this dream, and you're cutting out on me. I see the oh. man. I don't see you. I don't hear you. 
Can you like switch ears for your phone? If so, oh, that may help. Sorry. Okay. So we got to the man. Okay. Can you hear me? I can now. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I turned around and asked him. I said, "You got your bed?" And he goes, "Oh, you must have spoke to so and so." And I said, "I'm standing here and realize, oh, it wasn't the same person that I had spoken to." I says, "Well, is it comfortable?" And this was a white guy, and he was bald and had glasses and. And he, I go, well, you go ahead and ask my wife. And it's like next thing I knew I was inside like an apartment. It was pitch black in there, and all was the room was illuminated by a little TV that was staticky. And I, as my eyes adjusted, there were three African-American women sitting on a sofa with a little girl. And they turned around and kind of looked at me like, what are you doing here? And... Then I remembered, oh, let me go back to the, my my place, my apartment. I needed to get something before I go to my friend's house. And I, it's like the next scene was I was in a completely white hallway, and I was running down it like I was in my own apartment. And I was running toward my bedroom, which was black, dark inside. And when I reached my hand around to feel the light switch, as soon as my hand hit the light switch, it felt like I was jumped in the dream and it felt like whatever it was came up from behind and it was more focused around the back portion of my hips area like it was pulling me down and I was I woke myself up going no 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 stop it and I woke myself up going what the hell was that I I, um, I, I don't know what what that was if yeah, I was going to get attacked or what that was I want to keep on going to the guy. Who does the guy represent to you? Anybody you know? Like when you when you were at this guy, did you feel he was, you know, nice, not nice? Like who does he represent to you? I don't know. I mean, I'd never seen the guy before, and he, I mean, he just had this nerdy look about him. Glasses. I remember he had a t-shirt and khaki shorts on, and he was just outside on his suit putting a bed frame together, and he was partially bald, and. I, but did he feel, did he feel safe to you, or did, was he scary to you? I mean, he felt a little creepy because he was just weird looking, I think. But I didn't. Okay. Yeah, because I feel when I look at the dream, and I'm also seeing black and white, so I saw balance, and I saw this as balance within your within your life, that there's something you're feeling out of balance with, and there's some some kind of safety thing. Um, you're kind of running from, and running is always common too in dreams. So obviously you're not feeling safe, and or somebody's scaring you, or a situation mm-hmm. scaring you. So when all this this dream occurred, I want you to look at what in your life where where did you feel you were running from, or where did you feel you weren't safe or getting what you wanted out of life? Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. But- um, yeah, I, I feel it was somebody that, and I feel like it was a relationship maybe. Um, yeah, Are you in a relationship or wanting a relationship? I have not been in one in like two years. I'm open to one, but I haven't been in one in a few years. I love this, that you're open to one, because this is what I saw is when you were running down that wall, I saw the, I saw the home, and your home represents you also, so not just the vehicle. Our homes represent us too. And I, mm-hmm. I saw the black and white, but there's still something that dream to me was was telling me that um, 
it's about a relationship, and I want you to look in. I know, I know you think you're ready, but there's something there that you're still, you know, scared about being vulnerable in some way to a relationship of letting go some of your power, however that means. So you can just journal this out on what am I really mm-hmm. holding back for a relationship because there's a reason why you're not in one um, if you're really wanting one. And I feel part of it's to do with safety, of safety of yourself and safety of feeling safe, feeling safe, you know, to give away your heart. I mean, that's, you know, hard to do for all of us. But that's what mm-hmm. I'm hearing for you that that dream represented. And um, the lower part to me, too, it could be very, it could be like you want more than just sex. You know, you want the whole package. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe right. you've been attracting people that, you know, that you think they just want sex, you know. So going into that, I feel it's all relationship. Um, does that make sense as I'm talking about? Does that resonate? It does. I mean, the last guy I had a relationship with, I actually felt like a soul connection with him it was like whoa what's this um and it was like this is awesome but he wasn't ready for one and I had to walk away from it and that kind of broke my heart but I realized at that point you can't even though everything feels right it's almost it almost felt like I was totally enamored with this guy but he had Alzheimer's like from a spiritual standpoint he didn't feel what I was feeling because he's got this it had all this stuff to work out. And that kind of set me back, like, oh, <laughs> you know, right. it has to be a two-way street for me. It has to be a two-way street. Yeah, um, there you go. Do you see the two different walls and the balance? There has to be balance, right, give and take. So that's where I was seeing the black and white and the black and white walls, the give and take. Um, and as far as the women, I felt like it's what I'm seeing it, it the, the kind of the – the whole dream be like it was all over the place was actually opening up your perception to change. Like the relationship might not be, you know, whoever you're usually attracted to, it might, it might come from something different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Very cool. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, thanks for calling in. Good luck. I right, thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay, we're coming down on the end of the show. I just wanted to also put about that, too, about running, because running is always a big thing, too, in dreams, right? Running is, what are you running from? I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, but when we're in that fear, we're like, oh, my God, like, what's going on? So just like I brought up with her relationships, and um, there's always, too, like, try to interpret your own dream is look at what is the thing in the dream that stood out to you? What is it like you just couldn't get over, okay? And then look at that and be like, well, what did they represent to me? What What is that in my life right now? What's going on in my life? Um, the other thing, too, is astral travel, which I do, we, we visit different dimensions all the time. I just want to touch base on that, too. So you could also be astral traveling and going to a different dimension, definitely. Um, so a way for you to feel the difference, like, I mean, most of us are, are are going through something emotionally most of our lives. But look and see what you're going through emotionally in your life right now, and then you'll you'll see the correlation with your dreams. And just know, all of us dream. We just may not remember we dream, but everybody's, you know, I have some people go, oh, yeah, I didn't dream. Um, And the other thing I want to talk to you guys, too, about is inviting. I I touched basically on that about inviting. Invite things into your dreams is a powerful manifesting way. Obviously, invite happy, wonderful things. And even say that I invite this into my dream. Or if you want clarification on something, you know, I invite this clarification on this dream tonight. 
So everybody have go have happy dreams tonight. I hope this helped you with your dreams. Um, you can check out my website, energyreader.com, vickiemanuel.com. Uh, subscribe on my blog talk. I have a show now every Friday live at 3.30, and then it goes to podcast. And then I also have my YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel, Vicki Manuel again. I have a book, Manifest Anything You Want in 30 Days, and I'm excited to start my Magical You School online. It starts March 12th, and I'm going to be teaching and sharing with you how to do everything I do, how to do readings and energy healings and read oracle cards and do health intuition and work on pets and do everything. I do everything. I do energy readings, energy healings, and I can't wait to get more healers into the world so we can all rise above. So everybody go create a wonderful life. Good night.